0: Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. Tonight you've got. Jim Parkin and myself, Ashley Chandler, again, and we're super excited to continue uh, quarantine (laughs) and continue making this podcast happen from afar. So welcome back.
1: Right on. This will be the season of the quarantine episodes. Years later, it'll be like the lost episodes. People will be searching them out. Uh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Do you watch uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon at all?
1: Um, sometimes.
0: it's He's one of my favorites, um, but they're doing The Tonight Show um, Home Edition right now. Oh,
1: and him okay. and his wife
0: are recording their episodes at home with their girls helping, like the kids in the background and stuff going for walks, and then they're getting their guest speakers. FaceTiming or sending stuff in, That's and so they've cool. been really creative. So it's been kind of neat to see um, them making it happen, making it do, but being real too. Right. So that it's just been fun to see that.
1: That's been interesting for me too, is to see kind of how this this whole deal put everybody on the same like kind of even playing field, like everybody. Yeah, like it's yeah. cool to see musicians doing their thing on like their Instagram feed or on Facebook. And stuff like that. It's just interesting that everyone is on the same kind of lockdown, just making the best of it.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's been neat to kind of see everybody, like we kind of have been talking about, just kind of rally together a little bit better. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like this really brings people together in a great way. And uh, it's, it's been really cool to see. So, um, so how is it this week? Like, what's, what does well, it look like compared to, like, what's going on now?
1: So it's, well, it's odd, you know, that's for me personally, that's an interesting question because I show up midweek just because of the way my shifts line up. So right. Monday and Tuesday have passed and, and we're on Wednesday, then I show up and kind of st- start my week. So it's still pretty much more of the same. Um, the All the radio traffic seems to have, you know, the caveat of, Someone in a home, or around the home, or in the building, or something, has either tested positive or has been exposed to someone who did. So that makes it interesting. At the same time, it gets old just hearing it, hearing COVID, 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 COVID all the time. You know, and it's so. But the usual suspects keep calling, and you know, and there's still there's like today there was a, a couple. Uh, Incidents where it was like domestic violence type things or assaults or people fighting or, you know, just 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 things like that, things like that happening. I don't know necessarily if it was in our area, but across my partner's Facebook feed came news of a guy was wearing a, a thong like girls underwear thong as his face mask. And then he, then he like, listen, though, he got in a fight apparently with the dude that was making fun of him for wearing it. It's just, oh no, like, this oh, is buddy. like, this is where we're at in some places, man. It's like, people are, are like, it's like real life dumb and dumber. It's crazy. But,
0: you know, but when that, that, that pressure gets put down, <laughs> you know, on people, you know, you just, people can kind of start wigging her out, you know, wigging out in good yeah. ways, you know, and well, for so. sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's really really funny. So, um so how bad is it really right now? Like, would you say it's um like compared to what the media is putting out or, you know, even just maybe Michigan specifically because well, we are a northern state, right. you know, like
1: what So those numbers, like you, those those are that's facts like every day at 2 o'clock-ish the governor puts out like the update from the day before and the numbers are climbing and the you know kind of the death toll is climbing and more and more people are getting infected and it's you know so that's real that's that's really happening and the nurses are are really working hard and the docs are really working hard to keep up with it and we're oh there's a, someone flushed <laughs> Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, but, you know, we're doing our thing pre-hospital, you know, doing our best to keep up with the regular call volume, which is day-to-day. Some days, like today, it wasn't all that busy, you know, didn't okay. seem like, seemed like for a while. The At one point, my boss told me in the entire county, there were only two calls pending. Oh, wow. Which is weird okay. for a high-volume area. Right. So right. That, that shows that people are really trying to do their best, Okay. I guess, to stay home and stay low-key. Um, the thing, though, that I would say what what people don't see and, and people wonder, you know, we did that. I made that Facebook post and asked people what they wanted to hear. What people need to know is these docs and nurses have they've always been here, man. You know, we've always been yeah. doing our thing in EMS. And it's just the lights are on now. Right. Right. The lights and it's like lights, camera action. Everybody's watching. But those nurses, has been. Many 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 seasons of just being overrun and inundated, and excuse me, you know, like the ERs will just be full of people that are holding to get up to the ICU, and it's just so this is this is not new to them. They are extraordinary, anyhow. Right? You know, they are doing their their best stuff anyway, and it's just what the what makes it interesting is now that everybody's watching. Right? You know, we've. It was it, it was kind of funny the other day I was Saturday, I was kind of leaned back in the rig, waiting for something to happen, and the thought you know, I got the thought that we've always been on the front line. we're talking about front lines, we've always been here.
0: yeah,
1: but it's one of those things, right? Like how many times has most well, most of our listeners are EMS? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> this, this thought might not work, but how many times do people really call? nine one one, Right. How many times right. you, you know, in your lifetime. So it's very much a thing is that you don't, you don't need us until you need us. Right. And it's just that now we're in this season where we're just, everybody sees and everybody's, you know, and and, and I don't like the, like one of my least favorite sayings is this too shall pass. So we can edit that out or leave it that I said this, but it's just. What I like to think of it is like all seasons end, right? Yeah. Every season comes to an end because there's got to be a next season. So this will happen and then it won't. And then we'll just move on and we'll keep doing our thing. You know? And it's. But as far as the question of is it like they say it is, yeah, it is. Okay. But what they don't say is the wins. You know, we talked about this last week too. Right. What they don't tell you is. The volumes of people that are going home, they're being discharged and they're going home to continue their recovery at home. Right. And like, people are coming off the vents. And I had heard, I think, yesterday or earlier today in, in New York, they actually had a day where more people left the hospital than came to the hospital. That's awesome. So it, That's a big you know, deal. we are baby steps. We're scratching and clawing to get up the hill, but we're going to hit the top of the hill. And it's going to be soon, and then we'll be on the way down. Yeah. And it'll all be good. But, yeah, I, th- I just think it's important for people to know that all these folks have always been extraordinary. They just... Yeah. Now we're kind of... We have to be seen.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, this week even, just hearing of... um there's, well, just understanding um, that there are floors that have shut down and turned into COVID right. floors at the hospital, and that makes yep. sense. But you know, you don't really necessarily think about all the impact that that's doing to other staff. That is, right. you know, one person I was talking to, they're they're not um, eligible for unemployment because they're kind of in this waiting period to get like kind of called and what this is going to look like for them because their floor got shut down. Um, right. So they're kind of working but not working and um, they're they're just it's killing them because they they want to be there they want to be there working and helping people and it's killing them to be home you know but they're so grateful right. to be home and safe with their kids you know and then um, knowing other family members that, you know they're they're praying and trusting for the family member that's going and working in the er and working in the hospital every day and coming home and how they're arranging their whole family to make sure everybody's safe for that person to come home and do what they need to do and right. so um and then we you know mm-hmm. you and i know somebody else that hasn't seen their son you know in a, yeah. a while because both of them are out and doing and working and stuff and so um it's, it's just kind of crazy the sacrifices that, um, like you're saying, have always been there. Um, and I think that this is one of the benefits of going through something like this together that we as a nation get to really um, appreciate and root for and just show our appreciation in a whole new and deeper way for folks that we might not really. I mean, like what you're saying right. before, like the average person might have a traumatic um, occurrence or something uh, to go to the ER or a, a car accident or a fire or something, maybe, you know, every 15 years, you know, or maybe just right. every so often. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big deal, you know? So yeah. do you, do you have like your own personal guesstimate of like maybe how many more weeks until we see this kind of like start to go down the hill a little bit?
1: Um i mean i think I think we're in it for still for a while i mean it'll it'll apex or like reach its peak probably probably into this week maybe into next week okay, but it's still gonna it's gonna take some time
0: and people are saying that you it's know, gonna be, like it's gonna pop back up like it's gonna go down that and- could happen
1: that could happen i'm I'm believing though that that'd be a thing that would be next fall or next winter okay and by that time, they'll have, or should have, I believe that they'll they'll be close to at least having vaccines and therapeutics yeah, and stuff. It won't be like this. I don't believe for a second that it'll ever be like this again.
0: Well, a lot of you it, know? though, is that our, our systems just not, have no idea what to do with it, right? So a lot of it is just right. our, our bodies, specifically, just, you know, it's kind of thrown us for a loop, you know?
1: I think a lot of people, a lot of people that are way smarter than me, We're thinking, oh, you know, it's kind of just another strain of the flu.
0: Yeah.
1: Because the fact of the matter is coronaviruses have been around forever. Like a common cold is a version of a coronavirus. Oh, I didn't know that. It's just, it's just COVID is this variation that, that happened and the different kind of, um, the different mutations and whatnot that occurred. So it's, you know, and it's. I don't super recommend watching it, but I watched the first couple episodes of the docu-series on Netflix, Pandemic, and it shows how literally one person can come from one of these countries and fly to any one of our cities that takes transatlantic flights, and they can indeed, you know, it can spread.
0: Well, I mean, we've seen this in... And even what the explorers and things that would go to new yeah. tribes and people, and they'd like get decimated by a common cold because they never had because yeah, they weren't set up, yeah. For it. So
1: well, it's why like Haitians can drink the water, but we can't drink the water because right. it would destroy right. us, right? Right. You know, it's 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 pretty similar to that, but we'll get through it. You know, I think it's we're we're in for a little bit longer of a ride. Yeah. You know.
0: And I, th- I, you know, people, I've heard a lot of folks say, you know, I feel like in some ways they're more connected with family because they're being so intentional to connect by FaceTime right. or Zoom or however else. Um, we've been mailing out letters and my kids have been like coloring stuff and sending them to the grandparents and, and stuff like that. Yes, so. indeed.
1: I believe we received a letter <laughs> today.
0: So, I mean, <laughs> that's been helpful on both ends, honestly, because it's It's really hard. I mean, I I think this week for me was, well, I don't know. I think last week, every week it's just been different. Every week it's kind of hit me in a different way where it's like, okay, I I miss folks. Or I think one of our first staff Zoom calls got off of it and like kind of the rest of the day was a little bit more emotional because it was just good and kind of weird to see everybody together in that way. And then now this week it's just like, I really just want to go sit with somebody and have coffee or go d- shove everybody in the van and drive up to your guys's house and just cook on the grill, you know, like just hang out, right. you know, and we can't, well, so, you know?
1: So yesterday I went up to the church to grab some, some gift bags that they had put together for me to pass out to some, some crews and stuff. Okay. And so like, I totally texted Pastor Carl. I was like, Hey, are you at your house? I'm going to slow roll out. And <laughs> And he came out, man, and we talked for probably five or so ten minutes, good. and kept our the appropriate like six and a half yep. feet or whatever, yep. you know. But it was just, you know, you miss your people, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I'm with people, right? Because I'm only I'm home, you know, for the three days, and I'm right back in it. But it's still, you know, there's a lot of disruption that has happened. Here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think part of it just knowing that you can't puts you kind of in a place mentally where you just kind of have to hold it a little bit differently than you would you know it's like hey yeah we're gonna see you guys in three weeks it's different right now where it's like I'm not gonna I can't see you for three you know like (laughs) can't go up to the fetters can't go up to you know and so it's it's um you know I think everybody keeps saying take one day at a time take one day at a time you know like you can't eat the whole elephant all in one sitting you got to just take one bite at a time and i think that's that's good i don't think that that's normal as people i think there is a, a certain sense of we do look towards the future we do plan for things and that's good too um so i i i'm one of those ones that likes that this too shall pass because it's it's there's going to be an end point um yeah but oh, yeah. but i we're trying really hard to be grateful for a lot of a, a lot of good things that are going well right now, though, too. So, um, right. but I mean, we're we're at the point th- though where everybody is now knowing somebody that is either sick with COVID, is fighting or, yeah. or has passed away. You know, and so right. um, it's it's getting harder in that way. You know, knowing that there's a there's a real cost to this, and it's not just hey somebody in another city is getting sick with it. It's people that we know
1: are right. getting sick. So. Um, Right, and that's, yeah, that that changes it a great deal, you know. I mean, for us, when you're right next to it and you're treating people with it, it was bad enough. But then now you're treating people with it and then someone else who is treating people passes away. Right, right. And then what you have to do, you know, is these doctors and nurses and EMS providers just kind of wipe your eyes, uh, stuff it down, compartmentalize, and, and, you know drive on with a mission and then at some other time we'll have to talk about right. it we'll have to revisit
0: right
1: you know but it's no different really than than combat soldiers combat soldiers their buddy gets shot and killed and they have to go back out on another mission right away right. it's that's kind of where we are you know and it's i mean that's kind of a bogus comparison but it's yeah, yeah, yeah it has its
0: similarities you know and it especially when it comes down to the loss of life, you know, with, with somebody right. that you're fighting alongside of, you know, and um, so, yeah, it's no little thing, so.
1: So one of the questions on that post was from my good buddy, Johnny Franklin, and he wanted to know and kind of what we're doing on quarantine, you know, kind of mentally, um, physically, how we're staying well, kind of. So, and it's different. Obviously for you guys because you're just kind of on lockdown. Okay. But I leave for, for four days a week and do my thing and come home at night. You know, and clothes come off in the garage and they go directly to the washing machine and I go take a shower and I, you know, and there's <laughs> there's protocols in place. <laughs> right? Like, but then there's you know it's the hard part at home is there's no physical contact. You know I'm here and, and everybody's here and that kind of just is what it is. But. There's no, you know, I'm, I'm not kissing my wife. There's no snuggles with the kids. You know, we're keeping as best we can. I'm in the common area, but I'm not really touching anybody. Right. So that's, you know, that completely sucks. Yeah. But, and then, you know, so we're just doing, hanging out still and being outside when we can and, and doing the normal day-to-day stuff what's interesting, though, is about two and a half days in or so, or two days in, I'm ready. And I start to feel, not really guilty, but inspired to get back out and start doing my thing, you know, and and getting back kind of in the fight. Yeah. So, you know, and then the kids are doing the best they can at our house. Yeah. I'm, you know, they did some Zoom time with their buddies and stuff this week, which seemed to help.
0: Okay. Uh, I mean, you've got a whole range of ages too in your house too. Uh, have you have <laughs> you had to like, kind of remind your kids, hey, hey, keep a distance type thing? Like, how how are the kids doing with all of that? Or have they, for the most part, to... Able- oh,
1: they, you know, they they do good with it. Yeah. As far as like from me, you mean? Yeah. 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 No, they they kind of, the bigger kids know, and you know, and. Reagan's easy to kind of kind of distract redirect redirect and stuff she likes to be outside so that's a benefit I spent most of Sunday and Monday just having her outside and then she's off on her scooter and riding her bike and that kind of thing
0: yeah we've kind of found that um yeah our our Isla just can't get enough of being outside like so it's I, yeah. I think the benefit Must of be a kid yeah. thing. Well, and the benefit of having four kids is they all kind of keep each other busy too. As far as there's always something going on and somebody doing something, yeah. so that's helping pass the time. So um, that's good that that's good that the, the weather is here and and they've got each other and stuff too. So yeah. so are I mean mentally then like are you still working out? Are you still like how do you what does that look like as far as
1: like like fitness. Yeah. Yeah, so I, well, I have everything in the basement. So I'm still, you know, not as not like heavy weights or anything, but I'm still doing you know. I'm sure I've packed on some covid calories, you know, or <laughs> <The> whatever. Covid 15. <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> right? The, packed on the covid 19, y'all. <laughs> no. It hasn't been that bad, but but for sure I have stuff in the basement I can do and we have a sweet walking path close to the house. You know, if you get out at the right times, it's pretty vacant. Cool. So there's, there's stuff to do and keep, because that's important for me, for me mentally, is the workouts. Yeah, yeah so that, that's a good option. I didn't have a gym membership anyway, so I'm not losing out there. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many good questions.
0: No. Ooh, uh, Kristen asked, uh, protective measures for people who must go out. I know there's stuff all over the internet, but always good to reiterate reiter- reiterate as a medical professional um,
1: um well just so as far as going out with it's the surgeon general actually actually put out that you should be out at this point this thing can actually be passed by just talking to somebody really so yep, so just face coverings, which can just be a bandana okay. or. You know, just just keep covered. Wearing gloves is whatever. That's... If you're going to wear gloves, you have to wear gloves correctly, which means you'd be taking your gloves on and off, you know, a bunch of times at the store. You're really just better off with hand sanitizer and hand washing. That's not... That's just my personal opinion, not really a medical opinion. But, you know, if you're passing out things, like... For her specifically, they were going to do some, some kind of some food handouts and stuff like that. If they're doing that, wearing gloves while they do that is appropriate. But, um, but just day to day stuff like going to the store or whatever you're going to do, it's you know you see so many people out and they they go in the store and they do their thing, but then they still reach in and get their money with a gloved hand or they use their phone or they scratch their nose or you know, wipe their mouth or whatever. And so it's just just the same as being barehanded. So I think, you know, cover your face, wear gloves if you must. Just be sure, you know, like, yeah, just don't be touching everything with the gloves on because it's just the same. And if you've had them on at the store, don't wear them in your car and drive your car because it's, you know, just more of the kind of the same. Okay. Same information, just... If you're going to wear them, like I said, really you'd be changing them a handful of times in the store. Okay. If you're going to be effective in the store. Okay. And if you're going to go to the store, here's a tip. Just go, like, one at a time. If, you know, it's not super wise to take the whole... I mean, if you have to, you have to. But it's not the smartest plan to take the whole crew on a supply run. Yeah, no. No. You know, so if you can go... One or the other, you know. In our house, that's carries kind of alone time, her time to get some time away. (laughs) She's far more efficient in the grocery store than I am, so it's kind of sidebar for anybody who doesn't know. I am in our old TLE podcast studio in my basement. (laughs) So it comes with a lot of upstairs noise. I I
0: mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't mind. I don't miss it. Because I don't miss having, I would prefer to drive over to the church studio just because it is closer for us and it is more quiet. But I do kind of miss some mm-hmm. of the ambiance of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but yeah, whatever. Good. We're in we're in a different season mm-hmm. right now. We got to do what no, we got to do.
0: Awesome.
1: So other than that, you know, just I would say for people for like mental health stuff, if you can get any kind of physical activity going. It helps there. I'd say journal. Write stuff down, talk stuff out. Like, do what I'm. we're doing here. I'm recording into uh, voice memos on my iPad. Yeah. Go find a quiet place and yell at your iPad. There you go. If it helps, you know, and just record these thoughts and you can go back to them later. That'd be my advice for, you know, for people who are struggling because it's, you know, it's an... Interesting time and it's anxious, and there's don't know what's gonna happen with the economy and you don't know when you're gonna go back to work and you don't know who you're gonna hear got this virus right. next
0: Well, and it's not I mean not everybody is good to just kind of sit around and wait, you know um, i I would say for for me, getting out and going for a run or going for a walk with the kids is really, really important. Um, if I go too many days and haven't done that, I, I can really tell. Um, so getting outside, going for a run is really good. Um, like I said, we've been writing some letters. That's been really helpful for me to kind of, you know, do something encouraging and kind for somebody else is usually a, a pretty good way to get yourself perked up, too. Um, you, you can't really encourage somebody else if you're not being encouraging kind of in a way, if that makes sense. Um
1: yeah, I know it makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah, so um, and I know folks that have jumped in on different groups to be doing something tangible that they can do, whether that's from home yeah. or um, volunteering. Um, so there are things to do to not only pass the time but do something productive that's helpful during this time, um, and just being can you know find those people that you need to connect with during the week. And if it's not writing, you know, being right. able to talk with somebody over the phone and being able to be honest with where you're at for the week, you know.
1: Right. So, Sometimes for me in those times when I've been having like anxiety or stressed out or maybe even some depression, what I've done in the past is kind of taken myself out of the equation and just kind of intentionally reached out to other people. Yeah, yeah. Just to, you yeah. know what I'm saying, just like, hey, how are you doing? It's good. You know, and that's that's been beneficial. And then kind of well this'll lead into our wrap up kinda. Of, you know, the question was asked is how do we keep our faith? And mm-hmm. this you know, what do you do to keep the faith? And I remember that we used this in a different an older episode, but I love the quote. So what I would say is how we keep our faith as believers is just by trusting. Yeah. Trusting that God is sovereign over even these times. And And so to, to trust God, you know, even when, or especially when all evidence says he can't be trusted, you know, so it's, this is heavy. We're in a time that's, that's heavy and it's, you know, it's uncertain in all kinds, in every, really every sense of the word. Like we've got schools canceled. So what are they going to do for the rest of the year? You know, that's, and that's for the teachers as well. And then we have business is closed are we really going to be able to recover financially and we have covid 19 and is it going to end are we really close it seems like we are but you know so it's just it's like our pastor says um that this isn't heaven and i think you know i think that's the key is to recognize that this isn't heaven it's not hell either but it isn't heaven and you know it is it just you keep your faith by just maintaining that trust that God is who he says he yeah. is.
0: Yeah. And knowing that I mean he's got something incredible for you in this time and that he really he really oh, yeah. is boundless to do because of his nature and his character, he's only good, he's only loving, he only is perfect. And so that means that not it means that these circumstances they still suck but he's oh, yeah. he's able to bring good things through them and change us and do incredible things because of who he is and so you know trusting him and then taking those steps forward to to trust him with what that looks like in the day-to-day and more like the action step after that it's like okay god what do you have for me in this time you know what what can i learn about you what are you speaking to me what what am i supposed to do um because i I don't wanna waste this time. I don't I had a friend tell me um this last week, she was like, I don't wanna get out of this time and realize that I'm the same person as I was before. You know, I wanna right. I wanna know that I came through and now I'm changed for the better. And so, um, God's willing. You know, it's more are are we willing, you know?
1: Right. For sure.
0: Well that's really good. So, yeah. I I really appreciate um, you know, I know so many people really, really we just i mean you are an incredible um, man of god your family is phenomenal and the work that you're doing right now is just a continuation like you're saying of of the heart and and mission that god has laid on your life and so i know i know us chandlers aren't the only ones that are grateful for your insight and your position in a time like this and um Just that you can share um, what's going on and that we can hear it is a really big deal. So this is cool.
1: Right on. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I would say in closing, thank you guys Mm -hmm. for staying with us and listening. You know, we're going to keep week after week after week. We'll keep giving you the best we can. And uh, I'll ask again at the beginning of next week what you guys want to hear. That was super helpful. Hope we answered a lot of your questions. Um, also, thank you, Freedom Center Church, for everything that you guys are doing. Yes. And this crazy season, all the work that goes into it. Um, I've been wondering lately if it's harder doing this than it is setting up regular church. <laughs> but you guys are amazing and we appreciate it. And you guys doing what you do makes it easy for us to do what we're doing out here. So keep it up. We're praying for you as you pray for us. And that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Awesome. Check us out on social media.
0: Awesome. See ya.
1: Peace.